Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. It is Monday, June 14. My name is Matt Yaunt, and I'm joined by my guest, Matt Crozier. Matt Crozier. Yeah. Crow, have you ever been on the Bible Reading Podcast? Negative. How did we go so long without getting you on the podcast? Uh, scared, maybe. Maybe scared. <laughs> maybe we'll know the answer to that yes, by the end of yes. this week. Well, for those who uh, don't know who you are, um, can you just take a minute and just tell us a little bit about, like, uh, tell us about your family, where do you work, and uh, how long have you been part of Victory Point? I'm married. Have, we have two kids and three grandkids, four grandkids, and uh, my wife is Renee. Uh, my son is Zach. My daughter is Tori. And uh, like I said, I got four grandkids, or we do, and... Uh, I think I've been at Victory Point 15 years, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where do you work? Semco Energy Gas Company. So you're like today when we're recording this, it was 90 degrees. You're out there in the yes. heat, sweating yes. with long sleeve, long sleeve. Yeah. Yes. Fire retardant clothing. Yes. Man, you are a manly man, Crow. I've always known that. Hey, just a couple <laughs> fun questions. Um, just uh, real quick, what? What, what book are you currently reading? Tell us the title of a book you're currently reading. To Verberg. That's the author? Yeah. What's the title? Reading the Bible with Rabbi Jesus. That's awesome. I've heard of that book. Uh, what's her Ray Vanderland recommends yeah. it. Lois. Lois, yeah. Yes. To Verberg, yep. And if we were riding around with you, uh, what would we hear coming through the speakers of your truck? Moody Radio. Or yeah. worship music if I'm playing on Sunday. Nice. Yeah, you are playing. Yeah, this th Sunday. This but Sunday. This podcast won't record till the day after that. So, yeah. uh, so hopefully, you guys, uh, just had fun jamming with Crow and the team yesterday. All right. For those of you who are new to the podcast, uh, here's how it works. Here at Victory Point, um, we are following a daily Bible reading plan. It is based on the Revised Common Lectionary. We're in year two of three. Over the course of three years, we're going to work our way through like all the major uh, themes of the Bible. Uh, most of us read uh, the daily Bible passage as part of our personal Bible study. But this podcast is something that uh, was created about a year and a half ago, um, just as a chance for everyone to hear the daily passage read out loud and for us to have a conversation with different people about that passage. Now, just remember, we're not Bible experts or theologians. We won't get everything right, but we do believe the Holy Spirit will help us discover what God is saying to us. And out of that, we want to practice obedience to what the Lord is saying. So for today, we're going to be in 1 Samuel. So uh, if you're listening and have a Bible, I invite you to turn to that with us. 1 Samuel uh, 17. We're going to read three different sections of a very familiar story. Verses 4 through 11, then 19 through 23, then 32 through 49. So Crow, I'm going to read this one today. And then um, why don't you be listening uh, and be ready to share something that grabs your attention out of this story. Sound good? Yep. All right, here we go. 1 Samuel 17. Now the Philistines gathered their forces for war and assembled at Sokah in Judah. They pitched camp at Ephes Damon between Sokah and Azekah. Saul and the Israelites assembled and camped in the valley of Elah, and drew up their battle lines to meet the Philistines. The Philistines occupied one hill, the Israelites another, with the valley between them. 
So that was the first three verses. Now I'm actually going to start where I was supposed to start. A champion named Goliath, who was from Gath, came out of the Philistine camp. His height was six cubits in a span. He had a bronze helmet on his head, and he wore a coat of scale armor of bronze, weighing 5,000 shekels. On his legs, he wore bronze greaves, and a bronze javelin was slung on his back. His spear shaft was like a weaver's rod, and its iron point weighed 600 shekels. His shield bearer went ahead of him. Goliath stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel, Why do you come out and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine, and are you not the servants of Saul? Choose a man and have him come down to me. If he is able to fight and kill me, we will become your subjects. But if I overcome him and kill him, you will become our subjects and serve us. Then the Philistine said, This day I defy the armies of Israel. Give me a man and let us fight each other. On hearing the Philistines' words, Saul and all the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. Now skipping down to verse 19. They are with Saul and all the men of Israel in the valley of Elah, fighting against the Philistines. That was uh, David's dad telling him where uh, three of his sons were. So early in the morning, David left the flock in the care of a shepherd, loaded up, and he set out as Jesse has dire had directed. He reached the camp as the army was going out in its battle positions, shouting the war cry. Israel and the Philistines were drawing up their lines facing each other. David left his things with the keeper of the supplies and ran to the battle lines and asked his brothers how they were. As he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, stepped out from his lines and shouted his usual defiance. And David heard it. And then skipping to verse 32. David said to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. Saul replied, you are not able to go out against this Philistine and fight him. You are only a young man, and he has been a warrior from his youth. But David said to Saul, your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by its hair, struck it, and killed it. Yes, your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, go, and the Lord be with you. Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened down his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I'm not used to them. So he took them off. Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, approached the Philistine. Meanwhile, the Philistine, with his shield bearer in front of him, kept coming closer to David. He looked David over and saw that he was little more than a boy, glowing with health and handsome, and he despised him. He said to David, am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Come here, he said, I'll give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. David said to the Philistine, you come against me with sword and spear and javelin. 
But I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I will strike you down and cut off your head. This very day I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and to the wild animals, and the whole world will know there's a God in Israel. All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give all of you into our hands. As the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. Reaching into his bag, taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank into the forehead and he fell face down on the ground. I felt like we needed some dramatic sound effects there, the the thud of the stone. Crow, what a story. I mean, this is a story we've all heard, hopefully and probably many times, but... What do you like about this story? What grabs your attention? Um, what's bubbling up for you right now? Uh, the first, well, at the beginning of it, I was going all over the place in my mind. Yeah. Um, but towards the end, it just, um, just the faith that got, that uh, David had in in God, um, mm-hmm. that he uh, could take this guy down, and not, you know, he took five stones with him, but it only took one. It's true. You know, I mean, and uh, I, you know, I just, I'm, it just makes me excited, you know, because we're in battle every day, mm-hmm. you know, against mm-hmm. uh, in the heavenly realms against Satan, you know, and uh, we're constantly at battle with him. And I just like, you know, David's courage and uh, how dare you, you know, mock my God. Yes. You, know, you uncircumcised Philistine. Yes. You know, like yes. I'm going to take you down. Yeah, and, and that's that just gives me goosebumps. I could see your knee bouncing as you were reading because yeah. you're getting excited, you know, because it, it's just cool. I mean, it's a great story. It's a story that never gets old. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a classic for a reason. We revisit it often for a reason. It's a story we tell kids right. for a reason. I mean, it's it's not like a kid-friendly story in a sense. Like, it's kind of gruesome. It's cutting people's heads off and yeah, things like well, that. Yeah, a lot but, of the Old Testament is like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. But, but it's definitely a story of, um, like, I think identity, you know, like, uh, you know, you pick up some language in there where Goliath is, is speaking about, you know, the army of the servants of Saul. You know, this day I fight the armies of Israel. Mm-hmm. But David sees that this is the army of the living God. Yeah. You know, like David has an elevated view you know, of who God is in, in what it means to be his people yeah, and what it means to, you know, yeah, be yeah. his army. Yeah. Um, you know, like one of my favorite uh, memories in my life, um, I think I've shared this, some people know this, but like in 2018, I was blessed uh, to, to go on like a, a two-week trip with um, RVL, Ray Vanderland, and we went to the Holy Land. And um, he took us one day, and I know others listening to this have been on similar trips too. And he took us to this day um, to the valley where it's believed this battle took place mm-hmm. and, and took us up on, you know, one side of the valley up on the hill. And just to, to, to be sitting there and thinking about like, man, it's possible that right down there within sight of where I am right now, this might have happened. And as we, we, there was a dry riverbed, you know, as we kind of went up there. And I remember I grabbed five stones, all of us kind of did. Um, and they're in my office. I don't have all five anymore, so I gave a few to a few kids. 
but um man it's just like it was such a, a powerful moment to, to be in that place listening to this story i mean like what else is in here like what, what's this passage teach us about ourselves or about god you know as you kind of process this classic story uh probably that we should walk i mean we should definitely walk with faith and courage mm. you know uh because, man, I just can't get the James verse out of my head that we had talked about. Um, but to consider it pure joy, brothers and sisters, when you face trials of oh, any yeah. kind, you know. Um, and a lot of people are like, you know, how would I, how would I even do that, you know. But it's, it's through the faith. It's through faith in God that we do that. And, you know, God will help us and deliver us. Uh, through situations and uh, just like he did with David. I was looking at Goliath too, because they throw out all these cubits and stuff like that. Oh yeah. And in my study Bible here, it says uh, King Og of Bashan needed a bed over 13 feet long mm. and Goliath was nine feet tall. Oh, I mean, so geez. these guys were just monsters like, mm -hmm. Just, I mean, the whole Israel army was shaking in their boots, you know. I mean, yeah. And this little scrawny young uh -huh. buck, you know, comes up, sheds all his armor, and says, I'm going to go out there just as I am, as a shepherd. Right. You know, right. kind of like Jesus, you know. So, yeah, it, it, mine says that too. Like, he was maybe nine foot, nine inches tall, Goliath was. His armor weighed 125 pounds. Yeah. Just the point of his spear was 15 pounds. Yeah. I mean, so like like any kids or anybody at home, like if, if you find a 15-pound dumbbell and pick that up and imagine that's just the tip of the spear that yeah. Goliath, Goliath wielded. In yeah, he was just a brute. But but it there, there is in this story, right? Like I'm thinking back uh, maybe a couple weeks now on the podcast when Pam Dreyer and Kylie Howard were on the podcast and they were looking at um, the story. I think it was them looking at the story of uh, when Saul went to anoint David. I mean, when Samuel went yeah, to anoint yeah. David and um, the first son comes out and Samuel's like, oh, surely it's this one. You know, look at that guy. He looks like a king and he's big and strong and handsome. And it wasn't any of the sons. It was like, yeah, anybody else? You know, this little shepherd guy out in the out field. In the field. Yeah, yeah, he was out working, didn't yeah. even get invited to the party. And so like in there's that classic line in there from a couple of weeks ago, you know, man looks at outward appearance, God looks at the heart. Mm. That's happening in this story. I mean, yeah. you've got a whole army looking at the outward appearance of Goliath and shaking in their boots or sandals or whatever. Mm. And you got like um you know, and then you got David like no way. Like he is no match for Goliath, but um, David's heart was after God's own heart. And, and David understood, you know, that the battle belongs to the Lord. And um, he, he, he was so simple in faith. Like, um, it's just such a cool story, you know, yeah, yeah. that he runs to the battle lines. And, yeah. and lastly, right, like we both got excited, like the lion and the bear. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, isn't that something? Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's just another symbol of Jesus, mm -hmm. you know. David protecting his flock of sheep, yeah. you know, Jesus does the same for his flock, you know, I mean, uh, for us when we're in dark times or battles, you know, he, you know, he's there for us. We just have to, you mm -hmm. know, step out in faith and, uh, yeah. and believe that he'll deliver us through it, you know. 
and, and I think to recognize that whatever battle you're facing, because we're going to have battles, mm -hmm. and we're going to suffer, like you said. Yeah. But the, the battles we are currently facing um, also prepare us for the next one. So like facing a lion, facing a bear gave David courage. Mm -hmm. Like um, this is this is just another lion or bear. Yeah. You know, the Lord, it's, the Lord is good. Yeah, and, James, I mean, it builds endurance. Yes. You know, I mean, each time you go through one, it, you know, it's like running. You know, when I first started running, I could barely do three quarters of a mile. Yeah. You know, and yeah. now I, you know, flirt with, you know, four yeah. or five every time I go out, you know, yeah. but I built that yep. over time. You know, it's the same, it's the same thing. I mean. You just ran four miles before we, we recorded. Right. Then we threw down on some hamburgers. <sighs> Some yes. leftover hamburgers from the staff lunch yesterday. Was, that was awesome. Yeah, ugly. Well, any last, uh, we're, we're, this is a long passage, so uh, we, we don't get to talk as much about it. But like any any closing, just words or thoughts you want to throw out there before we sign off for today? No, I think I covered it. Yeah. I love that story. Yeah. I, I think some things, you know, that come to bubble up for me is just remember, like, the one who is in you is greater than what is in front of you. Oh, Whatever's yeah. in front of you that feels like a giant today or a Goliath, um, you know, remember the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in front of you. The battle is the Lord's. Uh, and lastly, I think there's something in here too about like just run to it, you know, run to the battle because it's the Lord's. You know, um, I mean, if David hadn't showed up when he did and did what he did, how long could, would this have gone on? Like right. it's been going on for 40 days. You've got a whole army yelling at each other across the valley, but nobody engaging because the Israelite army is scared of yeah. Goliath. Like at some point you, you, you can't just live in fear. At some point you got to like trust the one who's in you, run to the battle, face your giants and trust that, um, that the Lord is with you. Like he will fight the battle. The victory will continue to just prepare you for the next one and the next one because life includes battles. Yeah, um, absolutely. Let's be a David. If we're not battling. That's right. You know, what did, did Paul McConaughey say that? You know, I mean, if we're not in a battle, you know, the devil's got us right where he wants us. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's just part of the look at all the disciples and what they went through. And mm -hmm. I mean, each one was martyred for except for John, you know, I mean, yeah. for, for their belief, but yeah. yeah. Well, we better sign off. We're up. at the 18 minute mark. Uh, so just a quick blessing we like to give at the end of each uh, episode, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you mm. and give you peace. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.